What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week we're coming at you guys with a conjoined pick. We both kind of agreed on this one. Mm -hmm. Um, It's uh, another 2022 movie. Uh, We've done a few of these this year. But uh, first watch for both of us. Yeah. Um, But uh, we're going to be talking about Pearl. Yeah. This is Ty West's prequel to X, which was released earlier on in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fucking wild. He put it two of these movies out in one year. Yeah. And a third one coming. Yeah. Next year. Yeah. Wild. He's busy during COVID. Very busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, we're both excited to watch this. Everybody was talking about it for a little while. Um, yeah. We were like, we seemed like the lone wolves that hadn't watched it yet. I know. I'm, I'm glad we decided to wait and to do an episode on it um, mm-hmm. and just get that like raw reaction. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, before we start talking about this movie, what have you been watching since we last talked? Um, watched a few things. Such as. Um, watched Anna in the Apocalypse. Nice. Um, it was on Shutter, and haven't seen it. Getting that festive mood. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't really like it that much, honestly. Oh. I don't know. Some of the kills were cool and stuff, but the like music just felt very out of place. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of it either. Uh, watched Jason X for the first time, and that movie is so bad one star i don't know how people like i know people know it's a bad movie but i don't know how people like it just it fun it's so dumb <laughs> it's got one of the best kills in the franchise though i guess so yeah um then i watched uh, no exit which is on disney plus came out this year kind of uh more of a thriller than a the horror movie yeah um, but i liked it a couple twists in it fun time nice then i watched don't worry darling um it's on hbo uh, or crave up in canada um i didn't like it that much i don't think it was a bad movie but i don't think it's a good movie either um yeah i don't know now do you think it would have been better if shia labeouf stayed with it no 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 you don't even think he could have saved it no i don't think so and I watched uh, Resurrection. Uh, it's on Shutter. Really liked it. Uh, I thought it was fucked up, and <laughs> um, yeah, kind of like psychological, like what happens to women who go through. Like I'm guessing, not to like spoil it, but like I'm guessing like miscarriages and like mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think because I don't think what he says happened in the movie. I don't think that, that actually happened. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> we finished The Watcher. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, a lot of people don't like it. I enjoyed it. I, I don't know. I don't think a second season, like, I like the way they ended it either. I don't know. It was okay. And then. Um, <clears throat> up here don't want to give away my review for pearl but watch studio 666 uh fucking loved it Uh, i think i gave it (laughs) three and a half stars 
um, as did you and Josh. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like a great <clears throat> horror comedy. The special effects were amazing. The yeah. cameos in it were good. Um, yeah. And the Foo Fighters were like, they were hilarious at it. They were like, really funny. Yeah. So, yeah. You're banging out the 2022 shit. I know I need to catch up to you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've watched 72 movies came out this year. Oh, you're ahead of me then. Yeah. I was only at like 65, I think. <laughs> what about you? Uh, as for me, shoot it down. Um, where are we? Oh, I watched Halloween, the original. Nice. Because <clears throat> uh, you've been going through like some of the more popular horror franchises and just rewatching them. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got inspired to do the same. Okay. And you just okay. recently watched the Halloween franchise. So I was thinking maybe I'd go through that one and then we yeah. could compare thoughts on it and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I watched Ratatouille with the boys the other day. Nice. Um, I think that was, yeah, that would have been Sunday. So before football or in between football, actually, because there's a 930 game. Um, I threw that one on. I uh, just learned uh, this year that Patton Oswalt does the voice. Yeah. I had no yeah. idea. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why, but yeah. I only knew because like the credits, but yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I watched uh, the Terror Train remake. <laughs> yeah, it's not good at all. Not good. No, no. I I didn't like the original one, and I'd almost put it above this. Oh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. And then I watched uh, Smile the other day. Nice. Yesterday, I guess. <laughs> I had a good time with it. I thought it was it was good. It had uh yeah, I think I give it the same score as you, I think. Yeah. And you had like a little write-up and said it's the crazy aunt or uncle of it follows, I think. Something yeah. like that. And I agree with that 100 <clears throat> percent Yeah. It kind of had like that vibe and like the ring. Like, yeah. If you if you get this, you mm. have to pass it on to somebody else. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's it is like its own thing. It's like a like a blatant ripoff of those mm-hmm. movies, but yeah. Yeah. It was fun. It was creepy. Uh Some effective jump scares. Yeah, that one jump scare, eh? Yeah. I imagine in the theaters, it would have been really good. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much all I've watched. I read quite a bit. I fucking slammed out a book in less than 24 hours the other day. So that felt good. Like a full book? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it was an easy read. Um, Mm. I think it was a book that Bettina's read this year, too. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I slammed it out pretty quick. Nice. <clears throat> Not haven't done too much. Need to get caught up on all these TV shows that are out right now. I know there's way too many. Yeah, I'm I'm terrible for like watching one or two episodes and like getting sidetracked and then watching another one and then doing yeah. the same thing and then another one. Yep. Fucking brutal. All right. Ready to cue the theme music and dive on into this movie. Yes, sir. With a pitchfork to the face. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say, I rewatched X as well after I watched this one. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's on my letterbox, but it's above my score for Pearl, so I couldn't show it. Yeah. And I think I bumped it up half a half a star as well, so I have it at four and a half stars now. Mm, nice. It's very good on a second watch. Okay. Yeah. All right. Theme music.
Like we said in the intro this week, we are talking about 2022's Pearl. Before we start talking about it, what are you drinking? So finally went to LCBO because finally do, um, and I picked up a few things. Um, this one I picked up is from Tomorrow Brew Company, and it is Monty's Aged uh, Ride Ale. Oh, um, it is a smoky caramel vanilla. And also have another surprise here too. Uh oh. Definitely a ride taste. Oh yeah. Um, and one of my, they have these uh, holiday packs now mm-hmm. at all of the liquor stores. Yep. And one of my beer things came with a little uh, beer <laughs> Christmas sweater. That's so cool. So I'll just, uh... that's amazing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm drinking a beer that you picked up the other day. Well, a couple of weeks ago now, but you nice. uh, drank it on here. Um, Flying Monkeys Fluffity Fluff Fluff. Oh, you're trying it? The double IPA. I saw it there and I was like, ah, I have to give it a try. Yeah. Even just for the can. The can's awesome. I know. It's like a Kirby sort of feel to it. <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> It's good, but it's got like this weird sweet taste to it that, oh, the aftertaste is cotton candy. I I can taste it in the aftertaste. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I'll pick that one up again. No. Probably a lower tier flying monkeys for me. Yeah. The aftertaste is good, though. I'm confused. (laughs) (laughs) All right, starting off with the synopsis. This is a long one. Trapped on her family's isolated farm, Pearl must tend to her ailing father under the bitter and overbearing watch of her devout mother. Lusting for a glamorous life like she's seen in the movies, Pearl finds her ambitions, temptations, and repressions all colliding in in this origin story of X's iconic villain. So, sums it up nice. Yeah. Doesn't give too well, it doesn't give too too much away. It's not really no. a whole lot to give away, but yeah. And they, they filmed this at the same time as uh X. Mm-hmm. And uh Mia Goss has executive producer credits and writing credits on this one too. Yeah, just this one, not uh for X. No, yeah, that's what I mean. Just this. yeah. Um, as I already mentioned, this was directed by Ty West. Um he obviously directed X and the upcoming Maxine, which is the third movie in this trilogy. Uh, he did the house of the devil cabin fever two, uh, and a segment in ABCs of death and VHS. And he did the innkeepers, which is a very good movie. Excuse me. Um, the cast list starting it off. We have Mia Goth who played Pearl. Um, she's an X, uh, the upcoming Maxine, um, Nymphomaniac Volume 2, uh, Sus- the Suspiria remake, uh, <clears throat> Cure for Wellness, Emma, Marabone, and Everest. 
know what I found out today? What? That she has a kid with Shia LaBeouf. Really? Yeah. I know they were together. I didn't know they had a kid, though. Yeah, they got back together, I guess. Whenever he was, <clears throat> when he was going through all of his uh, shit, when he was in, like, rehab and stuff. And, like, okay. I guess his family, like, just totally wasn't supporting him. And she, like, I guess he cheated on her and stuff in their first, like, relationship. And then yeah. she kind of came back to him and, like, was helping him through. And they fell in love, I guess, again. And, like, he went on the John Bernthal has a podcast. Yeah. And on one episode, he was like talking about her and saying how she was so supportive and stuff like that. And now they have a kid together. That's awesome. Yeah. I love Shia LaBeouf. Like, I want nothing but success for that guy. Yeah. He just like, he seems like such a shithead, but at the same time, like such a nice guy. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, But what do you think about Mia Gaw? I think she's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Like. I don't want to say too much, but there's one scene in this movie mm-hmm. where I think that's instant, like Oscar nomination. Yeah. It will never happen. No, but she's just fantastic. Yeah. Every movie that I've seen here in, and I've seen X Suspiria cure for wellness and Marrowbone. Um, she's been absolutely fantastic in all those movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've she- only seen her in this and X. Okay. Um, but she just like, we always talk about like Jenna Ortega and like how she's like kind of skyrocketing to fame and all this stuff. But I think Mia Goss needs to be right up there too. I think she's such an amazing actress and everything that I've seen her in has been great. Every role that she's done, she's done great with it. Um, and these three movies, I'm hoping Maxine is going to be just as good, but, uh, I hope that these three movies really kind of push her in the right direction mm-hmm. um, next up we have david corn sweat i think that's how it's pronounced uh he played the projectionist um he was in look both ways the politician mo and jerry weather and hollywood so not a whole lot that i recognize um tandy wright played ruth or her mother um she was in love and monsters jack the giant slayer the Wa- the wilds and alibi and Matthew Sunderland played her father, and he was in The Lost City of Z and The Nightingale. Those are the only two that I really recognized. Um, cool little tidbit. Tandy Wright, um, she was the... Hold on, I haven't pulled up here. I want to get it right. She was the intimacy coordinator on X, and she was oh. offered the role of Ruth... Um, as the shoot on the first film was wrapping up, according to Ty West, she learned German for the role in a hurry and became so convincing in her accent that she fooled two German members of the crew, <laughs> which I thought was really cool. That's amazing. Um, and she was she was really good. I yeah, thought she was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. I don't have any honorable mentions or anything like that. I don't know if you do. No, me. There isn't many uh, people in this movie. No. And uh, the girl who played Mitzi, um, mm-hmm. this was her only movie credit. So, yeah. She's in a couple TV shows, like small parts, but. Yeah, but Tina thought that she was the girl from uh, is it Aquafina or what's that uh, mermaid movie from like the oh, early like, 2000s? Like 
Aquarius? Aquarius? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Aquamarine. Aquamarine. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Well, if you don't have anybody, I'm nope. Ready to talk about this movie. All right. Uh yeah. So this movie is very different than X. Um, I don't want to get too much into X because I'm sure we'll be doing it here soon. Um, and I think this movie, people will maybe not like it as much as X because this one is more of like a character study Mm -hmm. than where X is like a full on slasher. Whereas this more of like a slow burn movie, Mm -hmm. um, like, I think we were like, like 40 minutes in and like nothing crazy had happened yet. It's just minus the goose. Yeah, I literally literally looked up on like on the B. I was like, is this even a horror movie? <laughs> and it only has a tag horror. So I'm like, okay, some crazy shit has to happen. Then. Yeah. Um, but a very slow burn movie. Uh and it's all really about um Earl mm-hmm. and her family. Yeah. And like they do it so well, like for what the movie is, like how you said it's a character study. Within the first 10 minutes, we get a very good understanding of Pearl and her relationship with her family and her current like situation, right? Like she, she's living on the farm, the same farm that's an ex um, with her parents. I think her, this is uh, 1918. Yeah, it's in 1918. Um, it's World War I. The Spanish flu's like running rampant through through their town or village or whatever. Um, her father is sick as fuck. He's in a wheelchair, can't yeah. move, can't like he's uh which she she's he's infirmed, is what Pearl called it. Yeah. And her mother is just this German farmer who comes off very bitchy and like hard and stern. Yeah. But yeah. like I I started re-watching this again tonight. I didn't get through all the way through it, but I watched like the first 45 minutes of it again tonight. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it. And I'm like, I can understand where her mom's coming from. Mm-hmm. And I understood it more in the second watch than I did the first one. Okay. But like her husband's on his deathbed, essentially. She's yeah. taking care of this huge ass farm by herself. Mm-hmm. She's got a daughter who wants to leave and be like a celebrity or a movie yeah. star. Mm-hmm. So she needs to try and keep her in tune and like helping out at the farm and whatnot. Yeah. And like, there's a fucking war going on. Yeah. Um, so like, I really was able to understand the mother's attitude on the second watch. Mm, okay. I mean, she's still a bitch, but like, it's a yeah. little more understandable. Yeah. Yeah. And Pearl and, and this is married mm-hmm. um, to Howard. Yeah. But he he's gone off to war. So you don't, you don't see him really at all. You just see him in like kind of visions and stuff. Yeah. And we see him in like the last two minutes of the movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, But I love the way this movie opens. Like, it's just very like that style, like old school, like the, the music, the, the way like Pearl is acting, like the, the, the font on like the, um Credits. on the screen and stuff like that and then like whenever she's in the barn like talking to the animals it's very like i like wizard of ozzy like that's I don't exactly know, very like like playful mm-hmm. and silly 
Wizard of Oz was exactly how I was going to describe it as well. Like this yeah. whole opening bit. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I love this scene. Like she's talking to the cow, like I think his name's Charlie. <laughs> so it's named after like famous people. <clears throat> and uh, like Goose walks in and she's like, oh, what are you doing here, Mr. Goose? And then like grabs a pitchfork and then just fucking kills it. <laughs> And then brings it to like the the crocodile, which I forget what the name is. Theta. But, uh, what is it? Theta. Theta. Yeah. yeah. It's just like here you go, and just like <laughs> the croc takes it. Oh man. <clears throat> I love how much. Like I'm glad that they released X before this one. Yeah. yeah. Because and I know we already said like we're not going to talk about X a lot in this, but like watching x and then watching this it's like so much shit gets tied into it mm. like the the crocodile is still in x yeah um and like we meet howard in x and it's just i don't know it's yeah it's cool to see because x x is what early 70s yeah so she's probably like what, 18 in this yeah so it's been 60 years almost 60 years mm. after this one i would say yeah yeah and uh, in this movie, like you do, you feel bad for Pearl, but then as the movie gets on, especially during the end, like the third act, you're like, shit, like this girl is crazy. She's got some screws loose. She's weird. <laughs> um, yeah, she goes to like town and she is like obsessed with film. She wants to be a dancer. You kind of briefly meet the projectionist and he like kind of starts talking to her. And I like how this movie is very like representative of like 2022 Mm -hmm. because like she's wearing the mask and stuff. I was like, that's so weird. They, they kind of, yeah, they brought the Spanish flu into our time in a sense, like with COVID. It was really cool how they did that. Yeah. And like you hear people like coughing in the back in the theater. And then like her mom is like, so worried that someone's going to get sick. Like uh, Mitzi and the mom come who I think, Mitzi is Howard's sister, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, sorry, like, uh, I know we haven't been around too much and you guys have been kind of uh, isolating and stuff. And mm-hmm. we thought you'd bring you food. And it's just like, it, it's so funny that they can do that in 1918, you know? Yeah. Just, yeah. How, uh, like how it's kind of come around in full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the one scene where we kind of really get to know Pearl a bit, like she's very weird. Um, she's on her bike and she loses the piece of film that uh, the production just cuts for. And she goes into the cornfield and she comes across this scarecrow. who's very creepy fucking scarecrow, fucking by the way. Creepy ass scarecrow. Holy shit. Uh, so she like takes him down and she's like dancing with him and, you know, stuff like that. It's like, okay, that's weird, but mm-hmm. you know. And then she starts kissing him, and you see Tom and stuff. And Bettina was like so grossed out because like <laughs> she's like going full in like Tom. And then like it flashes and it's the projections that she's like imagining. Mm-hmm. And then from there it just gets even fucking weirder. She throws it down the ground. She's like, I'm married. Yeah, yeah. You're the one that envisioned it. Yeah, and then like starts like humping it and then just like full on having sex 
moaning very loud and ends up like orgasming on top of it. And it's yeah. just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Howard needs to get home ASAP. Yeah. Cause this yeah. girl needs to get dicked down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but th- this fucking scarecrow, man, like it looks like somebody chopped someone's head off and like uh-huh. put it onto a scarecrow. Like yeah. it had like a full on face and everything. Yeah. It was fucking yeah. weird. Furthermore, making it seem like a Wizard of Oz sort of reference. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, she, her dad is like, like you said, reformed or whatever. Um, and uh, so she like, she's the one that has to take care of him for the most part. Mm. Like she has to feed him dinner, like before she can eat. She has to give him like sponge baths. And also like the weird part whenever he's in the mm. wheelchair and she just like gets buck naked and like mm-hmm. hops in the bath. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe like families back then were more like open, open and tight knit like that. I don't know. But like the mother comes in and she's like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I didn't want to waste all the hot water. I mean, which it makes make, sense. I right? get it. But like put your dad <laughs> out in the hallway or something. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, like you feel bad for the whole family, really. Mm-hmm. Did you? So after, because we see Pearl in the bathtub with her dad twice, not in the bathtub with her dad, but like in the bathtub while the dad's in the in the bathroom with her. Yeah. The second time is after she has uh, basically has sex with the scarecrow. So mm-hmm. like she's all horned up basically, um, and then like her dad's sitting in his wheelchair and he's all like like he can't move and shit he's got his arm on the side of the bathtub Mm -hmm. and she's in it and she starts like pinching his hand and like i don't know if you got this thought but my mind instantly went to it and sarah was watching it with me for like the first 45 minutes Mm -hmm. and i was like no don't tell me she's gonna do what i think she's doing yeah and i thought she was gonna fucking bring his hand into the bathtub with her oh just like the way that his hand was sitting and the way that she was pinching yeah. it. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. She, she doesn't, but no, I, I got a weird feeling too. Cause she gets like super up close to his face. Yeah. And is like looking at it. I was like, is she going to like kiss him? Like what? <clears throat> what's happening? Yeah. And like after that, she's like, yeah, like you said, she looks in his eyes and she's like, are you still in there? And it's, it almost seems like an innocent enough sort of thing. Like, yeah because like he he's a vegetable at this point right yeah he is yeah so like you can kind of look at it as her being concerned for him but at the same time like we know what she's capable of at this point yeah so it's like what's your true intention with asking that question yeah and uh, at the movie theater too because she has to go to town to get medicine for dad and stuff mm-hmm. and it's like liquid morphine yeah. I like she's just like in the theater, just like pulls her mask down, takes a swig of morphine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's super obsessed with uh, dancing and wanting to be famous. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously she's being held back a bit by like her situation at home. Yeah. And like you do feel bad for, but you also feel bad for the mom and the dad and like the whole situation. Like, I'm guessing that Howard helped a lot too mm-hmm. because he was a farmhand, I think. Right. Well, yeah, that's what her and Mitzi were talking about. It's cause like he, uh, he came from money. Mm-hmm. 
like Mitz, like his family is rich and you can tell. Yeah. And he ended up coming and just ended up staying and working on the farm. And then her, like she fell the while they fell in love together and then they ended up getting married and he just kind of stuck around. Yeah. So I think he was like their only worker really. Yeah. Besides the father who, or before he got sick. Yeah. Cause I think they had a bunch of farm hands. Did they? But that, yeah. But then they all left and he stayed, I think, or something like that. Or uh, he was like okay. the best one or something. Yeah. But I'm guessing that he got drafted, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause she thinks that he'd left her, but I mean, really, like, you never choice. Really his choice, right? It's World War One. Like, you, you don't have yeah. a choice. You're going. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, actually, no, he did choose because Mitzi had mentioned, like, we even had doctors that were ready to sign him off saying that he was. Uh, unfit to go to war oh but he chose to go Mm -hmm. that's right actually yeah so i mean yeah he did make the choice really yeah um yeah did you think that uh she was gonna kill um her dad at that scene on the dock oh yeah 100 percent. yeah absolutely I think she was about to before uh, Ruth came. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't even question that. I think that was her full intention of bringing him down there. Fuck, that bit's so brutal, man. Yeah. And, like, she is, like, like, she's crazy, but, like, she has good reasoning to do it. Yeah, I wouldn't blame her for doing it. And I... If the father was still, like, coherent at all, like... I don't think he would blame her really. No, like, he's no, a no. vegetable, right? Like he's, he's got no quality of life at this point. No, but he can still like in that scene, like his eyes got the widest yeah. I've ever seen them get. Right. Yeah. So, I mean like, yeah, he's showing fear, but at the same time, he he's wheelchair bound. He's likely not going to get better. He mm-hmm. has everybody having to care for him and bathe him and feed him and all this shit. Yeah. And like, with Pearl, I think she, if she was to leave the family home, she would feel bad leaving him. Yeah. But she wouldn't feel bad leaving the mother. So if she no. takes him out of the picture, she's able to go and do what she wants to do with her life. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Mitzi shows up and they kind of bring like a, a pig and uh, the mom is like instantly like, so like, no, we don't want charity basically. And mm-hmm. they leave the pig like on the porch and it's like, there through the whole rest of the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, and Mitzi is like really close with Pearl, mm-hmm. and they kind of want the both like the same thing. Like she mentions that there's a uh, uh, a musical troupe audition this Saturday, and that uh, she's gonna go and wants Pearl to go too. So yeah. they kind of both like have the same um, interests and stuff like that. Do you think that Mitzi is like actually friends with her or do you think she just feels bad for her? That's a good question. I think she's like legit friends with her. I think. Okay. I think, I think both probably. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it being a little bit of both. Like, like, <clears throat> like Mitzi comes from money and Pearl comes from like basically poverty. Yeah. So I think like, they're only friends because Pearl and Howard are married. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think they'd be friends outside of that. No, definitely not. So I think Mitzi just, I don't think she sees her as a charity, but I think she's 
like wants to help her because she kind of feels bad for her situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to remember if, so before the projectionist comes first, I think is the fight between them, right? Mm -hmm. Where the mom gets burned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they're at dinner table and the mom finds out that, how does it get brought up again? The what, like the dance thing? Yeah. Cause the mom is like, Oh yeah, I know. Like she, I know what you do in the background or something like that. Like I know everything. Like, yeah, I know. She, go ahead. I was gonna say she finds the uh, the movie like oh poster, like program yeah. kind of thing whenever she went to the movie theater. Right. Yeah. 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 And uh, and this scene, you do kind of feel bad for the mom too because she mm-hmm. has like a good monologue as well, where yeah. she's basically saying like. I married your father to like be with him and like live a life together, but I didn't marry him to take care of him the rest of my mm-hmm. life. Right. I married him to be my, so I could be his wife, not his mother. Yeah, he's... exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I want to do things too, but like, we just, we can't like, you know, mm-hmm. and she's like, you're not going to do this. And Pearl's like, I'm going to go to the audition on Saturday. And she's like, no, you're not. <laughs> there was uh, there was one line that she says. I'm going to see if it's in the quotes because I don't want to butcher it. Because it, like, it made Sarah and I both go, "Oh God, damn!" Like, you never want to hear that from a parent. Um, quotes. Uh, fuck. No, it's not there. But anyways, it's basically along the lines of like Ruth is saying. I want you to fail so that you'll know what it's like every time I look at you or something like that. And I was like, Oh yeah. Cause Pearl says that back to her at the end, I think. Right. Yeah. 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 Or near the end. Yeah. Just fucking brutal. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's a little fight that breaks out between them. Um, Ruth like slaps the shit over and then Pearl like slapped her back and then they kind of like tussle and then Ruth gets thrown up like against the fireplace or dress catches on fire and she's like on fire burning and on the ground. And then like Ruth picks up like the fucking boiling hot water that has the corn <laughs> in it and dumps out her mom and like put the fire out. And I, mm-hmm. I was like, don't fucking put boiling water on her. But I mean, I guess it's better than <laughs> fire, but uh, Burning alive. yeah. Yeah. Um. And like I thought she was in like good condition, but I guess it's more like her back and her side really that got the most of it. Yeah. And Pearl just drags her to the fucking cellar and throws mm-hmm. her down the stairs. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, her dad's just sitting there watching this whole thing and can't do anything about it. Yeah. And you can yeah. just see in his eyes, he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then fucking pearl leaves and goes to see the is the projectionist yeah she goes to see him after that right yeah 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 and then um yeah i thought they were they were going to the audition i didn't i didn't realize that like she was just going there to like talk with them and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but then uh yeah they like talk a bit and then he shows her like this new thing that's like happening and like i didn't know i don't know if this is true like i thought like x was like that was like the start of that 
but I guess like back in those days they had it too. Mm-hmm. And this is that video that he shows her mm-hmm. is a real video. No way. Yeah, it uh, it is called a free ride, and it was from 1915. And it's a, a real vintage stag film is what they call it. Uh, the film's production is the subject of some debate. It surfaced in the 70s and was at one point sold by a, sh- a shady distributor as a hardcore D.W. Griffiths from 1915, while silent film historian Kevin Brownlow has posited that it was made in the early 20s. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, regardless, it's a it's probably one of the first ever pornographies I've ever made. Man, I was laughing so hard at it. <laughs> the guy's just like, it's like, they don't talk right so it's just Mm -hmm. like words on the screen yeah and like he's fucking like giving her to her then like this little girl comes up and like taps her and like tags in and just like starts doing doggy style like (laughs) (laughs) fucking hilarious uh and then uh she ends up hooking up with the uh projectionist and she kind of like instantly falls in love again so i wonder if like that was the same with howard or if it was like yeah I think she's just the type of person that needs to be in the spotlight. Uh-huh. So like she needs to feel like she's being loved by whoever. And I think that's why she has these such strong aspirations of being a celebrity. Yeah. She yeah. just needs like constant approval. Uh-huh. Probably cause she doesn't get it from home. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah. So the next morning she wakes up and she's like, shit, I gotta get back. So he drives her back. Um, the mom is gone, I think, right? Oh, no, she's in the basement. Never mind. Still in the basement, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they get back, and she's, like, kind of, like, all over him. She tries to have sex with him, and then, like, he hears a thud. And he's, like, investigating. Um, he meets her dad, who's in the wheelchair still, and, like, was still, like, at the table with, like, his <laughs> bib and, like, probably had, like, shit his pants and shit, just, like, yeah. sitting there all night disgusting yeah um so he hears a thud and she's like oh it's just my dog or my dog made this mess or something like that mm-hmm. and then they go to the barn and she shows him like all the animals and then she's like acting really weird and like he gets kind of freaked out and then he like catches in her lice about the dog and then he's just like okay i gotta go and she yeah. like instantly was like just gets super defensive and is like, why are you leaving? What I do and mm-hmm. like questioning him. And he, he sees the rotting pig on the front step too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So like she, like you said, she freaks out and he's just like, she's like, what did I do wrong? And he goes, you didn't do anything wrong. And she just keeps like insisting mm-hmm. that she, or that he tells her like why he's leaving. And he's like, you're scaring me. Yeah. And then he just turns around and he walks to his car. Yeah. And then she fucking kills him. Was that was it with the pitchfork? Yeah, the pitchfork. Yeah. Stabs him in the chest with the pitchfork. Yeah. And I love this scene too because the car's in gear. Yeah. It's like it's like a fucking 1918 car, right? So like it's in gear, but it's just like crawling down the driveway. Yeah. And she's able to chase after it. Yeah. And she stabs him again in the chest with the pitchfork. Yeah. And then she fucking stabs him. He gets out of the car. He falls out. She like falls pulls out. him out. Yeah. 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 
He's still alive a bit. mm -hmm. And then she stabs the pitchfork, like the middle prong of it through his fucking mouth at the back of his head. Yeah. And then she just fucking like steps on like the pitchfork even further in. It's like, fuck. Yeah. And like, I don't know, the guy, like, I don't think he deserved to die. Like, no, he had, he was, you know, right. He's freaked out, man. I'd be freaked out too. Weird, you know, and like, she's married. I don't think he knew that, but yeah. yeah, he did. Their first interaction. Oh, really? She told him that her husband's overseas. Why do you think she kept having visions of Howard? I think it was out of guilt. Yeah. Guilty for what she was doing and like the thoughts mm-hmm. that she was having. Yeah. 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 I kind of felt bad for him. <laughs> for Howard or for the projection? For the projectionist. <laughs> And then yeah, he gets, uh, she throws his uh, car into the the swamp, which mm-hmm. is the car we see later in the movie, obviously, and, and X, sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> and then she, um, the scene like with the alligator eggs was like very like, I don't know, random kind of thrown in there a bit. Yeah, I didn't get that. I don't think it really needed to be in there. Like I thought maybe they were doing like, oh, there's actually another baby gator or something like that. But well, she I- just- Go okay. ahead. No, you go. I was gonna say she like takes the one egg, brings it in the barn, mm-hmm. puts it up like on the top in the hay, and then she gets angry and goes up there and like crushes the egg. I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I thought she was taking that egg, and the gator that we see in X was gonna be yeah the one from that egg. Yeah, but then yeah, we see her crush it and yeah. And as she crushes it, someone's head explodes. I can't remember who's. I swear I saw someone's head explode. Yeah, there was something happened at the same time. Yeah. Can't remember what it was. It must have been like a vision or something she had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was Howard's or if it was a projectionist. Can't remember. Mm, maybe projectionist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, her audition scene. Um, mm. They go to like this church and there's all these girls there and like they're going in and like they're coming to like instantly crying and stuff like that. And they get closer and closer and Mitzi's like next up. And she's like, okay, you can, I can't do this. Like you, excuse me, you go ahead of me. And like Pearl's like super confident. Like she's like, oh, I got this. Like mm. I was born for this. Like, you know, no sweat. And then she goes in. I don't know if what we saw was like what she actually did. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. You think it was bad? I don't know if it was bad, but it. I don't like, there's no way that there was all those other dancers and like the shit going on in the background. Like, I think that was all in her head. But do you think the way that she was dancing there was like what she was doing? No, I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Actually, yeah, I probably do agree that it was bad. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, she finishes and she's, like, got that smile on. And mm-hmm. and then instantly just the director's like, that's a no from yeah. me. <laughs> it, he gave a full-on, uh, what's his name, Randy from uh, American Idol. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a no <clears throat> for me, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just, like, smiling and she's like, uh, 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 what? And he's like, yeah, I just, 
um, not what we're looking for. And she's like, still in shock. She's like, what do I mean? Like, that was amazing. He's like, yeah, we're looking for someone younger and prettier and more blonde. And she's like, no. And starts like bawling, freaking out. And she gets outside and she's like bawling like crazy. And Mitzi comes up. And I think we knew like once the guy said those words, that Mitzi was getting it. Mm -hmm. And you don't find out until like the end of the movie, pretty much that she did get it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I think even going up to the audition, we knew that Mitzi was going to get it over Pearl. Oh, you think so? I thought so anyways. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Mitzi just has, well, like she's rich, right? Like in Pearl is, is a nobody. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Mitzi brings her back to um, the house and uh, they go inside. Oh, um, when did she kill the dad? Was it before the audition? it must have been no i think the dad just dies does he not because he has no. been taken care of no he gets she like bathes him and stuff and then she like gets him all dressed up uh to meet the projectionist and then he's still in this suit and tie and, and stuff and then like she comes in with like this like rag and then she you don't see it but you hear her like suffocating him right and then, yeah, she suffocates him. And then she, yeah. When did she? What do does that? she do with his body? Well, he's because she sets him and the mother up at the table at one point, like at the end of the movie. Um. Oh yeah, he is. She doesn't do anything with his body. He just. Uh... So right after she kills the projectionist, she goes back in the house and does that before she goes to the audition. Mm. Yeah, so she strangled the dad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Mitzi brings her back and goes inside with her. She sees the pig on the porch still and like it's like covered in maggots, like half gone, disgusting. It's such a um, fleeting comment. She's like, is that our pig? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they like sit down at the table and like Mitzi is like, oh, can you do anything to drink? Like it's very supportive of her. And then, like, they sit down and Pearl is just, like, Mitzi, like, I think there's, like, something wrong with me. And Mitzi's, like, oh, like, we're all like that, whatever. And she's, like, no, like, there's something different with about me. And, like, I don't know what it is. And, like, she's talking about Howard. And then she's, like, I don't know how I'm going to tell Howard. And Mitzi's being very supportive. And she's, like, well, pretend I'm Howard and, like, what are you going to say? And then like, we get this like amazing, like it must've been like six or seven minutes. Right. Yeah. Of this straight monologue of just the camera on Pearl, her talking of what she's going to say to Howard. Like, mm-hmm. and it's fucking amazing, man. Like it's so good. I was like, so enthralled in that scene. Like I couldn't keep my eyes off it. Mm-hmm. That was one take. Really? Yeah. That's nuts, man. Yeah. That's she, crazy. yeah, she was f- absolutely phenomenal in that scene. Yeah. Um, and like at near the end of it, whenever she says that 
she can't take back what she did with her to her mom and dad. And like, I just like, okay, turn the camera to Mitzi. I want to see what look on her face. <laughs> but after that, like it turns the camera and Mitzi is like, you know, she's acting normal. She's not really giving any like anxieties away. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, well, mom's pretty gonna wonder where I am. So I should probably go. And then Pearl um, says, uh, Pearl asks her if she thinks she's crazy or something like that. Yeah, like, oh, you're not going to tell anyone, are you? Like, this can be our little secret. And Mitzi's like, yeah, sure. And then Pearl's like, oh, and also, like, congrats. Like, just just say it. She's like, what? Well, that you got the part. Hmm. No, Pearl, no. She's like, I'm not going to be mad. Just just say congrats, you got it. And then she's like, yeah, I got it. And, like, we can go like, you can come along on the troop and watch us and stuff like that. And then um, she like walks to leave and I don't know where the fuck she parked her car, but like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she walks out and like, do you think that Pearl was going to kill her? Or do you think is like kind of whenever she was talking about the troop and how she got the, the part I don't know, because Pearl, like, she seemed like she was okay. And, like, she seemed like she trusted Mitzi. And after Mitzi said, like, no, I don't think you're crazy, Pearl's like, oh, thank you. And she's crying. And, like, yeah, she seems genuine. Yeah. So, yeah, that could have been that turning point mm-hmm. where Pearl was just like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was my uh, part to get, and you're not getting it. Yeah. So yeah, she's walking outside, and uh, I don't know why Titsy didn't take her heels off either. You say Titsy <laughs> or <laughs> Mitzi? <laughs> Titsy. Oh, that's great. It's uh, a good one. Uh, Mitzi um, is drawing outside. You see Pearl come out in like the red dress, and she just picks up an axe and like isn't like chasing her, like running, but is like walking fast. And Mitzi mm-hmm. is like kind of running and it's like where the fuck did you park your car like yeah, you could have gotten away from her but yeah she's like running and then like pearl is like stabbing her in the back with the axe and uh eventually falls down and takes an axe right to the fucking head yeah it's brutal yeah yeah it was uh it was like a traditional slasher scene yeah like pearl's just walking like michael myers yes and yeah. Obviously, Mitsu trips over her own fucking feet. Yeah. It's just, it's very reminiscent of yeah. slasher movies. Yeah. She's like on her back. She's like, no, like, don't do this. Please let me live. It's like, <laughs> dude, you've taken like an axe to the back like four times. Like, I don't think you're living. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, the final scene really, she uh, brings in the pig from outside, sets up her family at the dinner table very weird um and then do you think she's expecting howard to come over that's just kind of like i think surprise i think she thinks howard might be dead because she hadn't heard from him in a while yeah she makes mention that she hasn't got a letter from him in a long time Mm -hmm. um but before she like does all that she she chops up mitzi's body and feeds it to Mm -hmm. uh theta oh yeah that scene is so good too like yeah um obviously disposing of the evidence 
What a yeah. great way to dispose of evidence too. Like, yeah, every every killer should have a pet crocodile. They don't don't give them any ideas, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she gets like, I don't want to say like a nice scene with her mother because her mom's dead at this point. Yeah, but like she goes down to the cellar and like she lays with her and she kind of has like a conversation with the mm-hmm. mother and like kind of comes to the conclusion that her mom's been right all this time mm-hmm. and. Yeah, she has to make the best of what she has and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, that's when. Well, I get, yeah, because then Pearl, like, maybe she does think that Howard's going to come home because she kind of like makes up the house and everything. Yeah, I mean, she has nof- nothing else really to look forward to, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she sets them all up, and then <laughs> Howard gets dropped off from the war. He's super happy and comes home, walks into the fucking dining room and fucking two dead people and a rotting pig on the table (laughs) (laughs) it's like what the fuck and he stays with her do you think it was by choice oh i think so i think so you think so judging by the way we see them in x i think so yeah but that's like 70 years later like oh yeah i know because you can tell he cares for her in X. Yeah, a lot, yeah. And I mean, obviously he partakes in her craziness. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. I'd like to see a transition period between Pearl and X. Yeah, yeah. Of like how their life went on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah um anything else to add uh that we didn't talk about or uh yeah this very end scene um because pearl walks around the corner and she sees howard and she's smiling and she's very happy yeah and then the camera just doesn't cut away oh yeah yeah (laughs) and she's still smiling throughout this whole scene it's i think it was like a minute and 51 seconds the credits start rolling too and she's still smiling she's still smiling but then she starts to cry and her mouth starts to like like Mm -hmm. still smiling but like it starts to get all fucked up and like she's you can tell like she's starting to lose it yeah and this scene was never supposed to happen really uh it was supposed to be her just smiling whenever he comes home um where is it here uh but ty west refused to call cut and he wanted to let the emotions play out uh, mia goth's smile becomes more strained a tear falls down her face and she even does like an impatient head shake as she waits for him to call cut okay. uh, the ending the credits ended up being one of the most unnerving scenes in the film so yeah he just like didn't call cut yeah he was just like i want to see how long i can let this go on for (laughs) so the expressions that's on her face that's just completely genuine expression Uh she's just like what the fuck ty like call cut yeah and he just didn't that's hilarious so i thought that was really cool and it's perfect man like that ending is perfect because like she's super happy but then we can start to see Uh like her craziness sort of come out Uh so I, i don't know i thought it was really cool yeah. It just like that goes to show how good of a director Ty West is. Yeah. To just like, I want to see what's gonna happen. Yeah. I trust, I trust my actress enough that I want to see what's gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. 
because that could have went one of two ways, right? She could have just stopped and be like, fuck this. Like mm-hmm. we're done. Like the scene's done. Yeah. Fuck off. And she could have walked off set. Yeah. Yeah. But she didn't. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. But so what do you think? Do you think Howard was forced to stay with her? Uh, I don't know. Cause they're like 18, 19. Like how long have they been married and together? Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't think that their relationship would be so strong where like, he's like, Oh yeah, you married, you murdered your parents. Uh, does she tell him about the projectionist? You know, his sister, uh, uh, his sister. Maybe she doesn't give him the full know. story. Maybe not. Cause like you could easily pass off your father's death as just, he mm-hmm. died from the, the illness. Yeah. Her mother got burned alive. So, I mean, that'd be tough, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, maybe he saw the way that the mother treated her. So he was a little more lenient with that one. Yeah. Yeah. I doubt she told him about the projectionist, not at the start anyways. No, no. And as for his sister. Yeah. I feel like that was kept pretty quiet too, because she, she got rid of the evidence with those ones. Right. Mm -hmm. Like the mother and father, she set them up at the fucking dinner table. There's no getting away from that one. Like, no. No, no. And that's fucked up as it is. Like that would I be mean, enough. you could say she could say it was an accident with her mom got burned and the yeah. dad had just like, I don't know, just died. But you still sit them sat them up at the table. Yeah. It's <laughs> disgusting. And they're like rotting away at this point too. Like mm-hmm. their skin is all like fucking yeah. gray and they they're gonna be looking like that pig soon. Yeah, exactly. Maggots. <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, that's the way the blood splatters. Mm-hmm. All right. What did you rate this movie? So for my quality, I gave it a uh, 10 out of 10. Okay. Um, I thought that... Um, the directing was fantastic. The editing, the the choices that went into this, like you just mentioned that, like I didn't even know about that, but like just made the movie better. Um, I thought the score was amazing. You just sent me that A24 is like releasing the the soundtrack on um, uh, vinyl. Um, I thought the acting was fantastic. I mean, Mia Goth won't get an uh, Oscar nomination, but like she deserves it. Deserves it, like yeah. So ten out of ten. Very nice. And for story, give it a nine out of ten. Um, I thought it really did set up like you getting to know Pearl like as a very good prequel. Um, some of the pacing. And the first act is kind of s- slow, but it's not like so slow that you're falling asleep. Um, so yeah, and uh, the care the characters were really good too. Like you really felt for the mom and dad. Like just the writing was great in this movie. Mm-hmm. So nine out of ten and nice. ten out of ten. Sweet. Um, I gave this a perfect score. Wow. Okay. I couldn't find anything that i disliked about it mm-hmm. uh i do agree with you that the pacing was a little bit slow but at the same time this is a movie that's set in 1918 right so it's very yeah. reminiscent of movies that were created back then 
mm-hmm. or like even up into like the thirties and forties. Yeah. Um, I loved the, the design and like that opening scene where the camera starts off in the barn mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the barn doors open and it's just super, super bright. We see the house and it's a house that we recognize from, from X. Um, yeah. And it's, it's a painted sky. Um, it's not like an actual sky. I don't think. Cause okay, like, yeah, when yeah. I watched it the second time, I was like that, those clouds are painted. <laughs> So it was like a painted background, which is what they did back in the day. Like they would, a lot of set designs were painted on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just so bright. And the fucking music, man, that score for this movie is just perfect. Absolutely yeah. perfect. Um, Mia Goth was absolutely incredible. I can't give her enough praise in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Ty West, his directing style, he's, he's getting up there Yeah, um, for me. Uh, just like with this shit that I brought up, like with the trivia and all that stuff, just two big decisions that he made in this movie that really, they were like small things, but at the same time, they were mm-hmm. so huge. Yeah. And uh, sorry to cut you off, but like, mm-hmm. they also have to give praise to Mia Gothard as her acting because she was an executive producer on this too. So yeah. and like writing you, and writing. So you can see how much she has in this. And like, I hope mm-hmm. she does have, um credits on maxine as well and like Mm -hmm. excited to see like where she goes in her career yeah as far as a prequel goes man like this goes above and beyond because like we've seen prequels before and yeah they set up the characters and all this shit we get the backstory and all that stuff but like this was just done perfectly i think Mm -hmm. um yeah i like i could I, yeah, no, I can't think of anything that I didn't like about it. Like, I was ready to well, I already started rewatching it. Like, I wanted to watch it right away. How did you, did this change your feelings on Pearl and X? What do you mean? Like, oh, did I, know it change? For, I know for me, the first time I watched X, like, I didn't obviously know the backstory, but I still mm-hmm. kind of felt bad for her. Yeah. But then you see her kill people. So they're like, oh, she's fucked up. Like, did it kind of change your feelings of her in X? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that's why it bumped my score up too, because mm-hmm. as a teenager and a, like a young adult, her biggest dreams were to leave that farm mm-hmm. and to get as far away from that farm as she could and to be a star. And in the end, we learned that she spent her entire life being basically handcuffed to that farm, not mm-hmm. being able to get away. And like the one place that she absolutely hated and she ended up being stuck there. Yeah. So you can understand, like she was obviously already a little cuckoo, but Mm -hmm. you can kind of understand where she's coming from in X and seeing the, the young characters that are in X and like her watching them and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean. Like this is a perfect setup for X. Yeah. And like so much stuff from Pearl carries over into X, even though it's like 60 years later. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anything that I dislike about this movie. Awesome. It's actually like because we we have our top 10 movies of 2022. It's bumped up to second place for me. That's awesome. (laughs) So it's right behind the Batman. Yeah. And it's my it's my top horror movie this nice. year nice 
And I bumped X up. I think X is fifth now on my list. Okay. Okay. And it was like eight before. Yeah. It's getting so much harder to rank these. It is, seriously. Like, ugh. Yeah. There's a lot. Watch Top Gun. I still have to watch Top Gun. I still have to watch everything everywhere all at once. Like my list is going to change. I know it's going to change, but yeah. But there's just like 2022 is a huge fucking year for movies, man. Especially horror. Seriously. Yeah. Like my, I look at my top 10 list and I think seven of them are horror movies. Yeah. I got five. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like we I had, think I got like eight in the top 15 or something like that. Yeah. It's crazy. Like we have, I think my top five is The Batman, Pearl, Prey, Scream 5, and, uh, well, X, and then The Black Phone is sixth, Uh, Barbarian's in my top ten. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, Barbarian's nine. Yeah. Terrifier 2, eight. Yeah. Watcher, ten. Yeah. Yeah. Just so many good movies this year. It's crazy. COVID sucked ass, but it really helped the movie <laughs> industry, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it gave people so much time to make up all these ideas and it's yeah. crazy. So yeah, 10 out of 10 for both story and quality for me. Perfect nice. movie. And you said Bettina gave it a 10 out of 10 too, eh? She did, yeah. She loved it. Hmm. Yeah. All right. You guys know our scores to send on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. The critics' consensus. Pearl finds Ty West squeezing fresh gore out of the world he created with X and once again benefiting from a brilliant Mia Goth performance. This one also has an audience consensus as well that I'll do after. So what do you think the critics scored it? I'm going to say a 84. Higher. Oh, okay, okay. The critics scored it a 90%. Oh, wow. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. On 145 reviews and an average score of 7.7 out of 10. It's a very high rated movie. Yeah. Yeah. For a horror, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, the audience consensus. Pearl's slightly bumpy plot is no match for the amazing Mia Goth, whose terrific performance takes Ty West's eerie atmosphere over the top. Hmm. And the audience scored an 82% on yeah. 500 ratings only and an average score of 4.1 out of 10 or an 8.2 at a or 4.1 out of 5 or an 8.2 out of 10. So highly, right. highly rated. So yeah. Letterboxd uh like or disliked it slightly for the audience. Uh has a 3.9 out of 5. Um, I give it a four and a half. You give it a five. Uh, let me see who else watching it. I think Josh is watching it tonight. Yeah. Um, Anthony from Porcelain Peak gave it a three out of five. Uh, should put these down. Jensen gave it a four out of five. We're not even going to talk about I Hope You Suffer. Yeah. Nathan from I Hope You Suffer gave it half a star. It's, it's like, okay. And yeah. That's it. I said to you last night after I saw that half a star, and I said, like, even if you despise the movie, the score and the soundtrack of this movie alone, the, could acting. Give it a, the acting could give it a three, uh-huh. at least a three. Uh-huh. I think, I think three is the lowest score you can give this movie. Yeah. 
anything lower than that, you are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you ready for the scare section? Yes, sir. Would you give it for a scare rating? I uh, give it a four out of ten. Um, very chilling performance from Mia Goth. Um, the gore did really pick up, and the third act of the movie kind of went off the rails, and you kind of see that crazy, crazy side from Pearl. So yeah, four out of ten. And scariest scene, um, probably the pitchfork kill, especially when she just like stepped on it. And kind of pushed it further into his mouth. Like you don't see like the head on really. It's kind of like by the side. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I thought that kill was cool. And would I survive? I said no, but I wouldn't die from Pearl. I would die from World War One because <laughs> right. I would probably be drafted. So <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Never, yeah. never thought of that. <laughs> what about you? Uh my scare rating, I give it a three. Um, I said it's not an overly scary movie, but Mia Goth's performance was so unsettling in some parts and certain scenes were absolutely nasty as fuck. Mm -hmm. Uh, My scary scene, I said the final dinner scene with her parents dead and rotting sitting at the table. It gave me like Texas Chainsaw Massacre or like Resident Evil Biohazard type vibes. Yeah. Just like the dark setting and uh, death at the table. That's another thing too I wanted to mention is like this like these two movies are like Midsommar and Hereditary, right? Mm-hmm. Like for Ari Aster, Hereditary was his dark horror. Midsommar was like his bright horror. Yeah. Like, and then this is the same thing. Like Pearl was very bright. There was lots of lights and mm-hmm. bright colors. Whereas X was like very dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, would I survive? I said yes, because Mia Goth is a fucking star and I'd make sure she knew it. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love this movie. Uh, yeah, I can see good, myself. Yeah. I can see myself watching both these movies like very often. Yeah. Yeah. Um, me too. Even last night, like I watched Pearl and I watched X right after. And I was like, I was like, fucking give me more. I want more right yeah. now. <laughs> <clears throat> I hope Maxine is good, man. Like me too. Now I have very high hopes for it. Right. Seriously. Yeah. So I hope, I hope it's not overhyped after these two movies. But yeah, that wraps it up for this week's episode. Next week, we are going to be coming at you guys with the movie that we were supposed to do at the start of the month, The Orphanage. Yeah. Your copy finally came in the mail. It did, um, yeah. So we're able to record that. Um, I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, yeah. I've already watched it, but I'm obviously going to watch it again, and I'm okay with that. Nice, nice. Thanks. But, uh, yeah, if you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Elm Street at on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll find links to our T Public account where we have our merch. Uh, we still have those two new designs up there, so please go check them out. Um, we're very happy with them. Uh, there's also a link to our Patreon account if you wish to support the podcast that way. And there's links to each of our individual Letterboxd accounts, our Discord server, and anywhere that you can listen to us. Yes, sir. Yeah. Cool. 
Alrighty. Well, we will talk to you guys next week. See you later.